Welcome to the Free Idea Podcast. I am here recording with Roman. Yes, sir. Roman in Spanish, but Roman. And your last name, how do I pronounce that one? Oh, it's complicated. It's Rishkov in uh, original language, but some people just call me Ritzkov and like, I'll leave it there. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. I'm actually sorry if you're watching us on YouTube. I do suppose that my camera is glitching. Like you can see sometimes stripes over here and over there. Uh, that's, uh, I don't know, why is that happening? Actually, but... maybe only on your side. I, oh, I see you perfectly. I hope so. I hope so. Wait, no, Let us know mind. in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't think Spotify has comments. I've never found them. Oh. But you know what? Maybe one day they'll add them. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I don't know about Apple Apple podcasts. I want to put it there eventually. Oh, I doubt it. Um, I was listening to every episode yesterday. Really? I like the podcast. Yeah, I oh, did. My guess, guess my favorite one. Uh, it's going to be the one with Charlene. Exactly, yeah. That was so, <laughs> oh, that was so cool. I like First of all, I, I like you talking about stuff. When you were talking about cities uh, yeah. and hobbies. But the one where you guys interacted with each other, oh, well, so good. I was, oh, that's so and I was nice. also really like heartwarming. Remember, remember when she was telling that about something about a grown man? Ah, yes, like a grown that. man. Like, and girl like boy. yeah, actually, I like them. I especially like you. And I was like, mm, that's so, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> that's that's so nice. <laughs> so, yeah, really enjoyed that one. Well, thanks for that. Thanks for the compliments. I felt so weird doing the podcast, especially because uh, when she when we started it, I yeah. could see her flip like a switch, like something changed, and her tone of voice was more like a reporter, very yeah. very yeah. nice and professional. And that's why I'm like, I got weird. I'm like, hey, but... did she start acting? Uh, you know, like, yeah, acting. she she started acting a little bit like a different persona and that's why sometimes i mention it like yeah are you yeah, yeah. but that's kind of cool you know yeah. because it's podcast and you're putting it out it's like you know little show it's it's like, it's like yeah yeah right it's a little show even even i feel like that sometimes like oh i forgot how to be normal how can i <laughs> you know be, bring myself back to how it's supposed to be yeah that's all right i want to ask you because you saw the podcast in the past um about passions and I, i'm really interested in the subject right now you have a passion right now in this moment and something to do with video editing and i think marketing would you tell us about that like what do you do uh that would that would sound a bit like uh, advertising myself but i'll do it <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because i'm a freelancer i'm freelancer right now there are a lot of freelancing platforms out there And what I'm doing is I'm providing video editing services for people. Um, I just started. Um, I'm grinding. <laughs> That's what I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like really cool. That's what I'm trying to make my... That's what I'm trying to make a good living with, I suppose. That's how you can say it. Right. Yeah, for those who you watching this and don't know about me uh, my name is roman and i'm i'm a foreigner actually so please excuse my english if i make some mistakes or not it's, right i forgot the introduction roman <laughs> this is roman from uh, originally ukraine. from russia or ukraine ukraine but i ukraine. speak russian so oh, okay. that's a bit confusing but 
That's yeah. what it is. Originally from Ukraine, uh, I met him in uh, Germany, and oh, he's yeah. now living in Berlin, right? Or no, no more. I'm planning. That's like my dream. I okay, live in another city, but my dream is to move to Berlin. You know what? I hope when you put this podcast out, I already live there. So that's like that's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> that would be great. I'm gonna put it out like in a few minutes. Can you move? <laughs> oh, right away. Not enough time. <laughs> I can pack all this stuff. No, not that fast. Yeah, it's a nice room. I like what you did with the lights. Yeah, well, thank you. She has a bunch of lights on on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. In case you're just uh, listening to us, you should definitely check out check us out on the YouTube as well. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day <laughs> I'll I'll put the videos in there too. I'll keep this uh, regardless. Usually, I just post on uh, Spotify right now, uh, but later I want to move to uh, iTunes, and then mm-hmm. you know maybe if it actually is. Uh, good or something i'll i'll keep the videos anyways and maybe one day actually post them somewhere people yeah. can see maybe it's yeah different. for sure maybe it's different so where were we you were doing uh some marketing video and i saw it you were doing some really cool thing where there's like a can of soda or something yeah. you're selling and the can of soda spins and gets crushed and it looks like a professional video but what amazed me is that It was only one person. <laughs> it was only you who did it. And yeah, just, just just right here in this room. Did you do it purely electronically, or you actually had to take videos of an actual soda can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to take some videos on green screen. You know what green screen is? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I did. Uh, and yeah, everything wow. else was just editing, just like magic. Wow, magic. that's amazing. No, he did a great yeah. job. It was, it was. I believe it was a company who did it. <laughs> thank <laughs> so you so much thank you um now when i when i met you long ago you were into rapping and rapping videos i still am you still are awesome to hear yes, and that sir. was your your passion or it still is your passion um how far has that gone for example have you ever been able to make money from that uh no Not yet, I suppose. Uh, I was getting some recognition from people, like <laughs> people who were listening to my music. They were like, "Yo, the stuff is cool." Yeah, it's cool. I've, yeah, I've performed for a couple of times. That was insanely good. Really? What do you do? Yeah. Uh, what? What did you say? What do you do? Because you say you perform. Were you like at a club? Yeah, yeah, DJ? with my songs. Uh, no, no, no. With my songs, just as a rapper, I was yeah, just singing them. Ah, okay, okay. If you will, and um, yeah, so that's like really cool, and that's like my long-term dream, you know, to become a rapper. Yeah, that was so cool. One of my concerts in Ukraine or maybe wherever else. Yes, <laughs> I, I remember I would put cool meeting. your music in uh, in the car sometimes, where, oh, where yeah. I would go. Uh, either I was with people or not, but I always felt cool. Like, oh yeah, that's my friend right there. <laughs> I know that guy. And then the music, it's in another language. I don't get it, but it sounds cool. Just the rhythm. And just because it's foreign also sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. So that's like, you know, that's like hobby, which I dream to make my, let's say to make it full time. 
let's say yeah. this way. Yeah. So right now I'm freelancing, trying to make a living, but then yeah, well, some time. I've noticed making money out of like passions, let's say, or, or hobbies is yeah. very, very, very difficult. Like that's right. Like I made YouTube videos, I made now podcast. Uh, I used to do painting and little things like with dirt, like mold. Uh, I remember. never made money with any of those. <laughs> never. Yeah, but um, that's all right. I was going with something with this. Uh, oh yeah, but regardless of whether you're making money or not, it's always fun to watch your creations. <laughs> that <laughs> that's for sure. Like when I would make YouTube videos, and I would make one that I'm really, really proud of. I would just yeah. play it and play it over in YouTube and I would get like 10 views and all those 10 were mine. <laughs> Does it work like that? <laughs> no, no, but I would watch <laughs> it in different, uh, like one on my laptop, one in my phone and then in the <laughs> friend's laptop as I show it to them. That, that's how I got the views actually. <laughs> so, do you find that's, yourself? That's how things are getting started. That's, that's all right. It is. Do you find yourself also um, doing that? Like when you release a song, listening to it? Yeah, especially like my last music video with my younger brother. Uh, I, was yeah. just, I was just recently watching it and I'm like, I can't believe we've done this. Like, that's that's cool. Is it the one in the parking lot? <laughs> uh, on the parking lot? There's one with... There is one on parking lot, indeed. Yeah, you're right, but... The one I'm talking about is during the night. So even the song is called like Midnight Freestyle mm. <laughs> because it's in the night. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. This one is fun. Yeah. Especially considering the fact that my younger brother didn't want to make it. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was kind of, I was kind of making him too. <laughs> and what about your cousin? She looks like she's having a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. She, she wanted to actually do it. Uh, she kind of wanted to do it for me, not for, you know, not for What? the culture, you can say. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah it was kind of like because I was asking her, begging her to do that. And she's yeah, like, oh, yeah. all right. How strange is that? Because it comes out so professional. Like, I would want to be there 100%. <laughs> if you're late, then I'm going to make a video. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Thank you. It's it's great. Great. Of course. Um, now I run out of topics, so please, Roman, anything you want to talk about? Yeah, I actually wanted, I should have said that in the beginning, but that's all right. You said you are a bit uh, worried to do that podcast thing, and uh, I wanted to say that so am I. Oh, because okay. I, I definitely understand you. It's like it's not the normal conversation between us. I mean, we are recorded, and it's weird. It affects the communication. Yeah, it does yeah anyway because yeah i definitely understand you because um i've been making videos for tiktok uh -huh. and you can stream on tiktok so that's what i also was trying to do i was rapping <laughs> in my nice. street yeah and i mean that was so cool because i was just turning the music on and it worked like a karaoke and i love karaoke i love rap music so that's why Uh, it was pretty good, but I remember once I've tried to talk on my streams. Uh, mm -hmm. I called my friend and we were discussing some topic and I was so uncomfortable for some mm -hmm. reason <laughs> because yes. singing and doing like all this crazy rap style yes. was 
well, it was kind of natural for me, but I felt so uncomfortable just sitting and discussing something in particular. Oh my God. And you know what's crazy? I feel super comfortable right now with you. Oh, that's that's strange. That's weird. <laughs> and that's uh, super cool. And yeah, considering the fact that we're doing that in English, which is a foreign language to me, and I'm still comfortable. Yo, Damon. Uh, maybe... Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. But guess being an interviewer maybe is your thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I do like talking. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I wish I could get paid for talking. <laughs> it's the easiest <laughs> thing for me to do. And to be curious about people and questions, which now that reminds me, but before I go to that next topic, I want to say uh, congratulations for doing a whole thing in a foreign language because to you, I believe this is your second language and it's not easy, especially with the nerves. Like uh, as when I was learning English, I know there's a lot of nerves on it. Mm. Although you've spoken it already for many years, which I'm pretty sure those nerves are away, but maybe because you're doing it now in a sort of video or uh, like audio that it's going to be released to the public, that should be a little bit uh, more nervous, uh, but you're doing like amazing. You're doing perfect. And I want to say like, well, congratulations. And also you don't only speak English and Ukrainian and Russian. You speak another language which is kind of i where you live uh, yeah so i was uh, learning german for quite a bit uh i speak it on what i call a supermarket and restaurant level because oh. in those places i can explain people what i want what i need we understand each other more or less and i would also say polish but wow I understand I understand it rather than I speak it because Polish, Ukrainian and Russian are Slav languages. Slav or Slavic, I don't know what it's called in English, but those are languages from one particular group, so which means they are similar. If you know a couple of them, you can pretty much understand all of them. So that's how it works. I understand like Spanish and Portuguese, Spanish from Mexico and spain portuguese is completely different i tried it and maybe maybe i catch in a sentence one word but i still miss the whole thing uh, portuguese is like a french and spanish mix well it sounds like it to me but it's more close to the spaniards and mexicans that oh no that that one is actually like completely the same maybe maybe the equivalent of russian and polish would be spanish and italian that one is it's more Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to ask about Italian. Italian, I can understand like a little bit sometimes, like como esta or como estai. I think it's like, how are you? Same in Spanish, como yeah. esta. Not, not entirely sure, but then, anyways, it gets complicated. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so interesting to discuss. Remember, remember when we were in Barcelona? You was, I mean, you was yes. understanding everything, aren't you? Oh, yes, yes, I was. This. Yeah, even though they might speak a little bit different like dialects and Catalan. stuff yeah they, they spoke another uh, form of spanish uh, Catalan. exactly yeah but it was still all right for you yes because uh the, even when i would read signs it was like spanish but then you take out the final two letters or maybe the first two letters <laughs> it's like an incomplete spanish in a way that's an easy like, grammar to understand yeah, <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> It's like if, if your name was Roman, I would see Roma 
or Rome. And I'm like, hmm, I think it means Roman, but you know. You know, the funniest thing is that you can actually say that. <laughs> because in Russia, yeah, because in Russian we like have full names and short names. And my full name is Roman, but you can call me just Roma or some friends will be like, just like Rom, hey, Rom, you know. So, you know, that's funny. <laughs> I, I, it is, it is funny because I, I used to call you Roma. Roma all the time when we were in, we were we were living together, and then when I saw your Facebook name, I see Roman with an N, and I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't know you had an N. <laughs> this whole time I was calling you Roman. That's a bit confusing, yeah. You never, you never, uh, like changed me. You never told me, <laughs> yeah, because it was absolutely right. Okay, <laughs> uh, talking about Russian or uh, the like, how you change the names. I do like how Russians tend to have uh, so many variations. Like you, you would make fun. I love a lot of names. Like, uh, well, we had this, we had this friend who you would make so much fun of his name. You would call him uh, Antohan. His name is Anton, and you would say Antohan or yeah. Antovich or <laughs> yeah. What, what would Antonio. You Antonio. Antonina, oh, whatever, yeah. <laughs> Anything. Yeah. You, you can change the name so much, it's always fun. Yeah, just just for the sake of making fun. So, Roman, how could you say your name in different ways? Ooh, let me count. <laughs> so, Roman, Roma, Rom, and then goes some, something like Romchik, Ramario. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my aunt was calling me. Uh, Romario. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very uh, interesting. Th th those are five. And you can you can basically freestyle. Yeah, you that can so come cool. up with whatever you want. And for every name, I guess. For for Damien, what you what would come up? Demianski. Demianski. <laughs> Damiano. I always wanted to call you something like Demiano. I guess especially when we were in Italy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, mm. I would say Damianini. <laughs> I also remembered one funny stuff. Uh, you know what I was watching before we started making this podcast? Uh -huh. I was watching PewDiePie. Okay. Yeah. And I did that because remember when we were in the in rome in rome airport yeah we were flying away i guess to france yeah. and uh so it was a long trip and that was basically two of us and i was uh, speaking english all the time and at uh, at certain point i just got slow for some reason Mm. I, I remember that I was saying everything so slow because I was it was like too much for me and I was overthinking things. I remember I was saying like, uh, does he needs, you know, like I said, does and needs with yeah. S at the end because I was just overthinking grammar. And yeah, I just realized that I'm talking so slow that you barely understand me <laughs> and i remember i started watching purify where the guy just talks uh -huh. and after that i also started you know not overthinking but just like i switched my brain and i was just talking normally and so for the sake of me 
talking fast in this podcast. So it turns out well. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah was it watching is. watching before I started this thing. I see what you mean. You were practicing that, uh, the flow. It kind of helps. Yeah, well, it does. Uh, even me, as uh, I spoke English for a lifetime, I guess. And, and then I spent a few years in China speaking only... No, not even. I'm so... No, that's dumb. Because I was speaking English in China all the time. Then I come here and I don't know why my English is terrible anyways. I think as I started breaking the words, you know, because people over there don't know the full uh, vocabulary. So sometimes they have to say, me want to eat, uh, I uh. like food instead of I like this food very much because they wouldn't mm. understand certain things. So just simplify <laughs> it like a kid. That's so interesting. And then when I would speak English, like uh, Chinese, like you said, the market language level, <laughs> I would also speak like a baby, like uh, me want this, uh, yeah. me want to buy what, yeah, what, my chica, I want to buy this. And and then I started speaking English like a baby. Come back here and my English is still, sometimes I speak like a baby to, uh, to people. Yeah, I got used to the, to that part. Um, Money. but I like PewDiePie when you mention him I have a cat now it's outside and her name is Beauty oh. <laughs> from the show uh, and I, I watch sweet. I watch PewDiePie like every day every episode I've watched pretty much uh, he doesn't put out videos fast enough I think <laughs> you know <laughs> cool uh, what were we but- we're speaking before this something about uh Oh, I remember. I wanted uh-huh. to talk about the you. We went on this trip, which was the craziest trip we seven I ever days, had. Boy, <laughs> was, was it seven days, a whole week. <laughs> yeah, and uh, no, that was the week for me. You joined a bit later, I remember, but it was oh, still right. like six or five days, which is crazy. That's right. So Roman was there for two days extra. I was there for five, if I remember, and. Every day we went to another city, another country. Yeah, it was almost like that. And it was crazy. It just uh, tested my mental stamina. (laughs) (laughs) We were one day, we started in Milan, Italy, and then we moved to Rome, I think by train. Yeah. And we slept. I was becoming deep because we were moving through tunnels. Yeah. Did we sleep in that trip? Eight hours? Yeah. You, you, do you remember that trip? That was so insane. It was so insane. It was yeah, let, me, oh, let me remind you real quick, because I, I'm still proud of that <laughs> evening. Yes. Because uh, where we went to the train, just imagine a corridor. That's where uh, would you move. And there are rooms on the left. And whenever you enter the room, there are three seats, uh, three opposite three, like just on on left and right yeah and when we sat down there yeah i just watched everyone everybody just sitting and kind of trying to sleep when they were sitting and that was like so unusual for me because in ukraine we have uh like special beds so you can sleep in the train and when i saw you kind of you know adjusting i was like no no this is not how it's <laughs> supposed to be let's change it and we walked out and we've yeah. noticed that some rooms were empty. Remember, they were dark. Mm-hmm. And we've catched the train worker uh, who was just walking with his uh, iPad or whatever that was. 
and we asked, hey, can you check this room? Is somebody entering it uh, until it comes to Rome? He's like, oh, yeah, sure. Let me check it in the database. And it's like, no, nah, nobody's entering. Can we go there? He said, yeah, for sure. No problem. And those seats that were on the right and on the left, they turned out to, uh, I don't know how to say Merge. it, like sl a slide down. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So they were making like bed and I'm like, that's the Ukrainian way of traveling there. Welcome. <laughs> let's, <laughs> Thank you. Let, let's sleep right now because, yeah, we had like the whole night. Thank you, Robert. You, you pulled it. You slick. You got a free upgrade. Yeah. I, I just remember that, man. I just remember that. That was like so cool. And you were so happy. Like, oh, sure. Yeah. With the comfort. Let's yes. go. It was like a dream because you had the, it was like a whole train room for ourselves. Everything is a bed. And yes, and then you have the big window and it's nighttime and you see all the lights from the cities and sometimes the stars, which is the darkness. And you yeah. hear the the train noise that just goes like the whole time. And it kind of it feels so surreal <laughs> and it's beautiful. You were just I was chilling there looking out the window at the night while hearing this train tracks going like the same tone for the whole ride and it was the best and then i woke up the next morning and again it's like you see everything is daylight and uh, more cities different style but it's just beautiful for somebody who never was in a train before or never slept i never slept in a train before it's not that common in states isn't it no i um definitely not texas i, I don't think we have even a single train here other than trains for business, like where they carry stuff from one place to other mm -hmm. place. That's it. But um, that was the best. And you got us a free upgrade. And I remember how you got, you exit the room. Yeah, there was like six people inside the room at first. And then you exit, you talk to this guy with the iPad. I'm like, what is Roman doing? And then, <laughs> and then you come back. Like, come. You didn't even want to say it, you know, because they would hear it. <laughs> and then, then you show me this room where it's empty and then we enter uh, close the curtains right so oh, it was amazing there was like a whole private room for us yeah and you know what was so strange that toilet because uh also first time a toilet in the train everything falls straight to the uh, what do you call those train wrecks yeah, yeah. Uh, i guess i oh, was it falling sure. straight Right down there? Yeah, it was like a hole. Oh. Like you could see if you look, if you open the toilet, right? You look at it instead of seeing just pitch black, you see the train wrecks and rocks and everything just moving at fast speed. Yeah. I felt so strange. There was, there was. There was. And so everything, including paper, you just flush it down the tracks. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's that's the same. I guess that works everywhere because in Ukraine it's the same. And yeah, I was uh, really surprised when I was in the airplane for the first time. I was like, how can I see, how can't I see the earth? You know, like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> why, why is there no direct oh hole? <laughs> you know, imagine if you could make another <laughs> window. Nice. I think maybe airplanes do flush it i'm not so sure if they have like a like a place There's like a special system which is complicated uh, i don't know uh, i just know that one time i had to go to the bathroom when the airplane was already like on the landing. tracks 
yeah, landing. Like I was already on the tracks, just moving uh, slow or fast. Uh -huh. And I really had to go. And the person told me, like, do you really have to go to an emergency? And I say, yeah. And then she led me. But I was just thinking, why would she not let me unless it's an emergency? Like, I, maybe I'm just imagining what if they press the button and like everything falls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not contained. Because when, when you flush, you always hear the the change in atmosphere. Like, yeah, like. Yeah. And that, I'm just imagining what if it opens actually while you're in yeah. here. I don't know. I don't know. Regardless. That was a wonderful trip, and that was to Rome, and that's only that's only one trip of all the next five days. So we have so many stories. Next city, yeah. uh, we went to Rome was beautiful, and then the next city we went to, do you remember? Paris, France. Paris, yeah, for sure. Yes, I bought. Baguettes. Damn, we got fooled in Paris. I still can't forget it. We got scared. <laughs> scammed my god should i tell should i tell yeah please oh my god i think i still see that girl in my dreams in my night mares yeah, oh my god perfectly <gasps> so that little woman <laughs> all right so we're in paris right we're going down to the subway uh metro station and we uh what we was doing we were trying to buy tickets and then the lady came to us who was wearing the uh, outfit reminded like like she's an official uh help me with the vocabulary uh, <laughs> like, like she's working there i know yeah yeah you got it she had logotypes and everything and she's like hey mm -hmm. can i help you we're like sure of course mm -hmm. we need help yeah, and so she bought us tickets. We gave some money, and we paid like for twenty-four hours ticket, but it was only one-way ticket. So she scammed us, and damn, I still remember when. So we had only one-way trip, and we went to our hotel. Mm -hmm. uh, we sat in. We were going back, and I just remember how door closed. Yeah, uh, we couldn't get inside the subway station. And I was like, <laughs> just climbing over. And I was saying, Damien, that's what we should do because well, it's it's not working for some reason. Yeah. And I remember a lady who was sitting on the desk, like, what do you call this? Like a ticket, ah, like yeah, a box, ticket booth. Yeah. yeah, ticket booth. And she was so calm. I <laughs> like shout out to her because she didn't press any button, like, I don't know, security or security, whatever. Right. She was like so calm. Of just seeing us climbing <laughs> through the whole thing. Yeah, we jumped the, the fence or the whatever yeah. automatic door we had to jump to. We didn't pay because the ticket wasn't working. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. And I remember how angry I was, and you were super calm. <laughs> remember when we were walking uh, in city center, and I was like, we, don't, we gotta go there tomorrow. She will be there. We gotta go yeah. with police. Police would catch her, or yeah. at least we would beat her i don't know uh, whatever <laughs> because oh my god i'm so angry it was like now come on chill she might not be there just let it go and i was like don't oh, know i can't Arr. i remember because she scammed us of i think it was 50 euros i don't know if it was total or each i can't remember no the ticket was total, expensive total, definitely total total so the next day you wanted to what well, to go and you know <laughs> tell her how angry you are um, but I, I was thinking we only have one day to enjoy Paris and we, and definitely we shouldn't let the scammer ruin our experience. 
and uh-huh. like for 50 years. So uh, you were so angry. I remember you, you called the police. We were walking in the park. There was these two officers walking. Yeah. You were telling them your problem. And they were basically like, we can do nothing. Our about problem, it. not my problem. Oh, Our yeah. Problem. <laughs> yes, at, that point, at that point, I was just I still up. insist on that. <laughs> yes, it's our problem. Um, <laughs> and I was telling you, like, no, Roman, what, what can they do? And then you talk to them and they just give you that same attitude of, like, we, we can do nothing about it. Like, what does she look like? Yeah, I can help. Where is she? Uh, and it's like, we, no, they just couldn't help. And they were maybe walking. Like, I don't know, they were doing their routine. Not really. I don't know what what's up with. Yeah, them. yeah, just like patrolling or something. They were just wa- walking around. So they they just said no. We can do nothing about it. And I remember I was just like laughing, but laughing in pain. Like oh my god, <laughs> like I, I knew this would happen. Remember how surprised you were when we were also in the city center. First we were uh, you was feeding uh, the birds in the park. You was kind of surprised yes, with that. Remember with a homeless man. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. He gave you. What? what what was there he gave me or, bird seeds or bread? yeah bird seeds yeah 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 he was feeding birds and then you bought some souvenirs some little souvenirs from the african guy yeah and when <laughs> when he saw paul is coming around he just like packed whatever he had and he ran in where he went in bushes oh in my bushes. and he was like oh wow <laughs> and it was i'm so lucky he gave me a change <laughs> you know because Yeah, I, I do remember he had it all prepared. Like he knew it was going to happen. Eventually, he just pulled each the corner of the bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the blanket just pulled the whole blanket from the corners and went running. And the the place where he hid was actually out of like people couldn't walk there. There was a whole line and like a tape. It was like uh, not for the public. Okay. He give, yeah. didn't give a damn. He just went run behind the bushes. And I don't know how the cops didn't see him. The cops weren't that far away when he ran away. But yeah, I guess they, they just don't want to chase him. Yeah. You know, because it's like, ah, another one. You know, there, there are a lot of them. There were a lot of them they, in Rome. Oh, no, that was in Paris, right? That was in Paris. Exactly. Yeah, that was in Paris where I, I bought the little Eiffel Towers from him. Uh, but they, they're everywhere in Rome and in Paris where they sell you these little things uh, for very cheap. But they're always doing it in a way where police is trying to <laughs> catch them. I don't know why. Maybe you need a permit to sell stuff in the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's Paris. Then we went to... Uh, what's the next city? I forgot the name. It was Belgium. My favorite. Yeah. The that city like, the city was insane. It had like everything, remember? Mm-hmm everything we could think of oh but in that city well let me tell you it was beautiful it had like the architecture of rome and like the creativity of france it was just all mixed together and the orderness of germany um but when we arrived it was very dark like i don't know 10 11 p.m and we didn't have money i guess or we couldn't pay for the ticket somehow because the machine was weird we now just, i remember yeah we just went inside the train without paying anything uh, or that and tra- i was so tra- nervous yeah you were and so, was nervous. so calm i remember that i was calm like Roman, it's okay they're not gonna do anything but then i i was so calm that it was bad because i wasn't grabbing onto anything while the tram was moving and the tram gave like a hard stop and then i fell on top of an old man 
And he sort of catch me, but he got angry. He was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> in his language. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. And then that got you more scared. You were like, okay, Damien, that's it. We need to pay for this ticket. The police is going to come. You were like, you didn't want security or anything to happen because you were already, you know, like on nerves. And then I make this dumb accident in public. I damn, I don't remember the reason why we didn't buy tickets because I remember straight after we went out the train, we, or at least I, bought a burger. I remember that I bought a burger. So I suppose we had money. I don't remember why we didn't buy this. <laughs> I think that was, yeah, that was. Maybe, I, I don't know if it was after before, but I think it was the machine that uh, wasn't accepting anything. Mm. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it maybe was, it the was card. not accepting cards. And maybe I paid for my burger with the card. That might be possible. <laughs> but when you talk about the burgers, those burgers were nice and they were affordable. <laughs> and we went to this nice hotel yeah. with this nice staff worker. There was an old lady. She was so nice, remember yeah, her when she made nice. breakfast for us, always talking to us yeah. really nicely. Oh, that was great. She made this huge breakfast for us in the morning, yeah. like like a movie. And then we were like, sorry, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Because she didn't tell us beforehand. That's why we were not prepared to. Yeah, she didn't tell us. She just surprised us with this huge buffet, expecting us to stay for like an hour or two. And we're like, yeah. we have plans. We have a whole... Thing to do in one day oh you know what i also remembered what uh i don't remember which platform was that where i bought uh where i rented this hotel room maybe that was airbnb i'm not sure but the thing is that i was texting with the owner and the price was like 30 or 40 euros yeah which is uh so uh, mediocre you know i normally go cheaper but we made a deal that it's for both of us and when we came there she's uh, she was uh, the lady was really surprised she was uh, saying that normally it goes like uh, 40 or 30 euros per person and i was like no i was texting with the owner and the deal was another one and i showed her and eventually we got this rule uh, only for the uh, person uh, only for the price per one person mm -hmm. so it was kind of cheap we saved some money that's for sure that's i remember i was so proud of that like, yeah yo damien you made a deal but then it was yeah. so strange because the guy forgot all over all over the deal or the lady and he was like he's saying that you should pay this much and you're like but i told him uh talk to the airbnb thing to the staffers i don't know what they did eventually but Yeah, it was so so strange with the deal, but it was amazing. And then this room that you got, it was right. It had a beautiful view of the street and the city lights. And we were so surprised. We felt like millionaires or something. I remember, like, finally we had a room. I think we were sleeping on trains. And, and uh, in Paris, we slept in a very, like, ugly, like, the walls were cracking. The, the... Where were they? Uh, oh, Paris. Yeah. But, man, that's a... 10 euros hotel there was a 10 <laughs> okay. euros hotel and that was insane i still remember the price okay <laughs> it was good it was good yeah. one for what it was you know for sleeping yeah and and paris was so 
not cheap. What's the opposite for cheap? Expensive. Paris was so expensive. You remember that? Yeah, I remember Oof. that. I learned so, so many tricks. Like uh, we would go to the grocery store instead of restaurants, and then we would buy, <laughs> you know, ham and bread and cheese. We would make our own sandwiches. Yeah, I I remember. Yeah, I remember just walking with a huge baguette sandwich and just heating it all over the way. And I also bought some cro- croissants, croissants, uh, whatever, uh, from Lidl, which is like just a basic supermarket. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, Damien, these are real good. Yeah, they were. <laughs> so they were the cheapest croissants from the supermarket. But I'm like, man, we're in France. They they do it in a special way. I, I can taste it. <laughs> it was so funny. They did. They did. It's better there local. Yeah. Even even in a normal supermarket, it's better. Uh, now with Brussels, that was my favorite city when we saw the huge atom. They have this huge, like which what was is an it? exhibition? Exhibition like a museum. It is like three floors, but it looks like the shape of an atom with the straight lines and those little like neutrons. So insane. There was insane. an exhibition for eighties or seventies something like that but it still stands there so good like must visit for and and a nuclear uh energy and they what they had an artist that guy with an apple in the face uh rene rene something margaret it's amazing i've been looking at that artist ever since like as a memory that just googling like what's the painting with a guy with an apple and then i found it and he has pretty cool art and then with the purchase of that ticket, we got the Wax Museum. Yeah. And it was all about Russian Soviet era. Soviet design, which was really surprising. And yeah, it was unexpected. Yeah, they unexpected. had like old cars, old TVs, chairs, everything. And I remember the guy told us specifically not to touch stuff. And I was touching stuff, like just literally <laughs> <laughs> like poking it. And then he came to me, he had to come and like... I saw you uh, touching stuff and I'm like, no, I wasn't. And he's like, I have cameras. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I won't do it again. <laughs> you thought was... the cameras were a part of the exhibition too. <laughs> that's, that's why I didn't pay attention. What was your favorite part of Brussels? Ooh, yeah, definitely that ex- exhibition. I almost forgot about it, but you reminded me. And ah, uh, yeah, remember those? What are those stairs? Excalators? Yeah. Or something? Yeah, yeah with stairs. the neon lights coming to you as long as you slide down. Oh, yeah. It was so Exhibition, cool. 100%. And then sometimes you would go up instead of down and there would be like clouds hanging. This little decorations. Yeah. It was very nice. And okay, then we went from Brussels and we took a train to... What Very city cool. was it? Uh, did we take a train? I remember, I remember we, we were took traveling a train. with the train. We were taking train to the <clears> airport. To the airport, yeah. Okay. I remember I was calling my friend and like, "Hey, guess where I am? I'm okay. in Brussels airport." Yeah, and we definitely took a flight because we were flying back to Berlin, mm-hmm. and that would take us at least a day, I guess, to travel from Brussels to Berlin by train. That's why we took a flight, and yeah. As long as we're coming to Berlin, it's like cool. Taking train to our city, which is of course Frankfurt Oder, which is like one hour away from Berlin, and oh, home sweet home. Frankfurt Oder. Now I remember it. 
the, it was stressful when we bought the train ticket to the airplane because we were asking for help. Uh, you were trying your best with the German because you, out of both of us, you knew them more. You were the best at German language. And they spoke a little bit of that there. And I think... Wait, you, that was in Brussels. It was in Brussels, in but I think that the helper spoke German. But you were speaking, oh. you were mixing languages like little words of this and that until he sort of understood the message. Uh, and he helped us buy the ticket because you had to do it electronically. We were trying in the computer, didn't work, helped mm. us. But literally when we stepped in the train, it was like two minutes after the train just left. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I remember that was stressful, yeah. Well, I didn't know that we would have missed the train by two minutes. Uh, That's just crazy to it. think about it, like, Imagine just two minutes more. Ah, no, I don't want to think about it. Yeah, the whole trip. Uh, what was so funny to me is that it really tested our friendship because it was so stressful that there was times when we wouldn't speak. Not because we were angry with each other, but we were so annoyed of all the the walking and the traveling. And there I was this, kind of remember what, what you're talking about. There was a silence. Like sometimes yeah. when we would walk, I remember there was a lot, a lot of silence where we were checking out from hotels or just moving from Airbnbs. Remember what I've called homeless mode on. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's that's how we that's felt. It was. Yeah, we just had a certain time with all our bags on, and we just had to kind of spend it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember that that was really like uncomfortable. Yeah. I even remember we were in Milan. We were in a, a sitting in coffee, and yeah, everyone just was I don't know sitting on their phone, like, "Bro, you good? Yeah, I'm good. All right, yeah." And we we were not talking. We were just uh, chilling. Yeah, yeah, which is which is which is absolutely all right, I suppose, because yeah, there was a long trip. It yeah. was. Uh, yeah, that was cool. It was so cool. We did the best. It was the best experience I had. Um, but it didn't feel like that during the moment. I remember I kept telling you, like, this is so painful. Uh, but I know in like two months from here, I'll be talking about this experience like it was the best. <laughs> <laughs> and when we arrived home, uh, I don't know if I told you, but I definitely did not want to travel anymore after that. I was like, that's it. <laughs> I, I don't want no more. I remember that. That was the end of my uh, Erasmus program. That's why I wanted to travel so much because I knew that in a week or two I'll be, I'll mm. be gone. That that's why it was so intense. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Because after you left, really, I don't think I did much traveling anymore. Yeah, no, I was just like from there to Berlin. How long was you living? I was uh, well, maybe like you stayed for stay for six months, right? And I stayed for a year extra. A year extra. Yeah, and I didn't do much traveling after that. <laughs> Oof. I was so burnt out. I did a little bit, but it wasn't that much. I went to Krakow and uh, to the concentration camps. I was visiting those. Mm. You know, I, I remember much. we visited one as well. Oh, yeah, in Germany. Oh, yeah, we visited one. <laughs> I, I behaved the, the worst. <laughs> I don't think I would talk about it. But it's, a, it's a place that you're not supposed to be laughing or smiling. And then yeah. I was making some dumb jokes. Uh, well, I, there's one dumb joke that I would like to say was uh, 
we had a friend, an Italian friend. He was very funny, very silly. Uh, and we were reading some history, uh, terrible history. Like it made me feel like sad about how these people would walk. They would yeah. be marched in the very early morning every day. And if they were too weak to keep walking, the guards would come in there and just shoot them and they would die and lay on the floor. And then the next people, like the next half hour, they would also come out walking and they would see their friends on the floor. They, they would just see them. And that was shocking. And, and I was trying to make it relatable to us because it feels like many years later. And, and I, I came up with a relatable story, but it made me laugh instead of, because I was like, oh, imagine Roman, like we are in this time and we are marching. Uh, and then all of a sudden you see Mario on the floor. Oof. And it's terrible. But for some reason, with my nerves and the situation, because it's not the appropriate place to make jokes. <laughs> and it's, it's a silly friend, too. Yeah, and I started laughing. And you were like, Damien, please, Damien. Mm. <laughs> you were the one most of the time stopping me. <laughs> Hold on. You was making that uh, joke another time, not when uh, we traveled there. Uh, Or when was it? It was that uh, was without me. Is huh? uh, this joke was during the traveling without me, isn't it? Without I my friend, it was with you on the grounds. Like we were grounds? in, uh, we were inside the camp, but not really inside. We were like on the outer part of the camp, walking, and there was like, uh, like paragraphs on the wall that you could read the story. And, this and there were two of us. Yeah, only you and me. Ooh. You said I don't even remember that. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, only you and me. And I'm like, whoa, imagine, Norman, if you were in this time, we were walking, and then we'd find Mario on the floor. Mario. Damn. His name, his real name is not Mario, right? But I would say this is I how relatable it would be. Uh, and for some reason, that made me laugh. And anyways... We had people mm. behind us, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is not the place. Ah, <laughs> this right. is not the place. Anyways. Don't worry about it. Those, those concentration camps were um, very scary, because the, the story. And, mm. and the, I remember that one we went to was like a triangle shape. And the reason it was a triangle, it was because of the very tip of the point. They would have a machine gun, and they would just mm. be able to scan the whole place. Yeah. And I remember reading that if the soldiers could kill anybody who was trying to escape, like shoot him, they would get a bonus in money and then they would get like a three-day vacation. Mm -hmm. So it was an incentive to do that. I was like, damn, the, the psychology there to motivate someone mm -hmm. to, you know, to shoot a person trying to escape. You reward them with money and a vacation. Yeah. And it's a hard crazy. topic. It is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move to a better, nicer topic, I guess. Yeah, 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 sure. Let's move to a nicer one. Because uh, there's a lot of that. Anyways, so we went to five days, well, for me, five days, five cities. It was Milan, Rome, Paris, uh, Belgium, and I guess Berlin at the end of it. Brass, what, what's, what's, so the country is Belgium. 
Is it? Is it? So yeah. the city was Brussels, mm. correct? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, now that clarified for me. All right. <laughs> Amazing city is my favorite of all those cities. That one is it. They speak all the languages. They speak English, uh, German, I think French, and is there another one? Did they speak? There was one, but I don't remember it. And then in the stores, they have all the produce. They have the um, like German chocolate or German sausage, and then they have French cheese. Uh, they have uh, everything. Uh, what's your favorite city in Europe? You You've been there for many years. Barcelona, for sure. Also Brussels? Uh, Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah, oh, Barcelona. Spain. Yeah, this one is bossy. Dude, we have another story there where we got scammed. Oh, that was not really a scam, but yeah, that was that was quite pity. Yeah, <laughs> you want to tell? You're, talk, you're, you're talking about how you and Anton uh, missed uh, your flight. No, that um, but that's another story. No, when we oh, you mean the restaurant, restaurant story? Yeah. Ooh, that was also not a scam because we just didn't ask for prices and. Uh, so what uh, yeah. can I tell it? Yeah, for sure. So we were, we were hungry in Barcelona, trying to look for a restaurant to eat, and then we just picked one at random. I guess somebody was like, "Hey, come here!" Uh, I think everybody was saying this, like, "Come here to it," and we just picked one of those, and the lady gave us the menu. But I call it a scam because she didn't she didn't give us enough time to decide. We were looking at the menu. And then maybe in like two minutes, she came and she was like, you know what? What about if I just start you with this and that and that? And then, you know, you can decide later on or something. And then she started bringing food, like all these tapas, which is a bread with something on top. And then she brought like a ham and just kept bringing more and more. I guess and more. it's called tapas. Uh, yeah. Tapas. And um, tapas. anyways. Damn tapas. <laughs> The whole time you weren't so hungry. I think you wanted to go somewhere else. Or Ooh, I'll uh, I'll 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 remind you that uh, after okay. after you're done with the story. Okay, so we were eating like Anton and me. We were like, <laughs> like, yeah, this is the best. Oh my god, this tastes so good. Then at the at the end, they give us the check, and the check is like everything is in double digits, like 34, 42, 68. and at the end, the check is like two hundred fifty something and and Anton, was it 200 I, it was a lot i can't remember it was 200 but it was like Ooh. definitely the hundred was less than a hundred no, I, I felt i think it was well I, the way i remember either way it was like a lot and i remember anton was was making this joke like serious and not not serious he was like um barcelona has another coin right <laughs> this is not yours <laughs> and then it, he would ask the server, excuse me, is this in Barcelona money? And, and, and she was like, no, that's euros. <laughs> I can see one so much. And <laughs> we felt bad with you because you were telling us, you were warning us about something. What, what were you saying all this time? I was so annoying. Yeah, like we were in the city center when we decided to have some meal. And I was so annoying because I was always uh, saying like, oh, how much does this cost or how much does that cost? And when we entered and I didn't see some prices, I was like, for how much? He was like, Roman, calm down. Let's just, let's just eat. 
and I couldn't. <laughs> That's why I was asking. I was worried. Yeah. And I remember she started showing us those different tapas, and I'm like, mm, cool. For how much? And I just remember when I was turning like my head, and I was looking at you, and you guys were staring at me like, dude, stop it. You're, <laughs> you're just embarrassing everyone. I'm like, okay, maybe I should let it go. So that's when we sat down, we started eating, and as far as I remember, check was something around 75. Actually, okay. Which is still quite big because it's in the city center, but it was not above the hundreds. So <laughs> it was not that bad as you remember. Yeah, it was something I around 700, which was still a lot. And yeah. And that's why Anton proposed to, you know, like, how about me and Damon just uh, split the check and you leave. Uh, the tips yeah yeah, yeah i remember it now yeah, that you make a lot of sense is, yeah. that's yeah. why because it was so it was like a cartoon story like a lesson in a children's book because you were like guys no uh let's talk about price let's ask how much how much and then anton uh was telling you dude you're on a trip like please just uh, let's just enjoy <laughs> let's just go anywhere and i'm like yeah Anton, you're right let's just go anywhere and enjoy and then you're warning us, like, no, we gotta ask prices and all this. Yeah. And, then, and then we get hit with this massive check because we didn't ask for prices. And we felt so bad, like, oh my God, like, uh, you were so right about asking for prices. And we didn't make you pay. We, we split it between <laughs> me and Anton. But I, but I also was feeling a bit sorry about it because I was like, okay, yeah, my friend, uh, you didn't listen to me, but we are still friends and like, come on, what the hell? And I remember I went, when we checked in the hotel, I went to supermarket and I bought some groceries. I remember just for yeah. my own money, just to share it with you. By the way, that hotel was the best, wasn't it? Like 10 euros. And it was like uh, super fancy inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the with the swimming pool and stuff. Yeah, with it. I remember yeah. <laughs> with the swimming pool. And you guys went right. Yeah, in the morning. Remember, I went, oh yeah, we did. I wanted to swim in, in it so bad. Yeah, but it was closed during the night. It opened only at ten in the morning, and yeah, it was cold. They weren't. The, the staff warned us that it needs to warm up, but we were like, no, <laughs> we're going right now. We were taking some fancy photos there, I remember, because it was on top of the building, and I just jumped in the cold water. Uh, I was so shocked. Then I jumped the second time, and then I'm like, okay, now I'm just taking the hot shower, and we move to the airport. <laughs> you guys were crazy. It was freezing cold. You two just... I think you said something about that's what you do in, <laughs> in your country or in that's Russia. Correct. Or in Russia, you, you do take cold plunges. And we have a special holiday when we, when some people do that. Yeah, I don't. Is it in uh, Ukraine too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only Russian. Yeah, yeah. And what is it? You, what is the, the holiday thing? It's some religious holiday. Uh, when you basically go to river uh, in winter and you swim in cold water. Yeah, because it symbolizes your religiousness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. That's the best I can explain. <laughs> Believe me. I don't it's know right. much it's perfect. <laughs>
it's perfect religion does all types of things uh so you you jumped into that freezing water and then hell yeah um, anton i think also did it i didn't do it i'm like you guys are crazy and then we went to the uh to the airport <clears throat> well we took a bus i remember the bus was like some euros and we were was like guys bus? no we we didn't take the bus at the end because it was it cost money and we took the subway and i was like we can just take the subway to the to the oh now i remember we went to the city center because google was showing me that we can take a bus from the city center to the airport yeah we found those buses and we came to drivers and they said like no we don't we don't do that trip mm. <laughs> we don't drive like that that's oh, what it was then. what yeah we're running out of time so we went to this subway and oh it was so complicated you remember that it was and it was thanks to one guy who was carrying like a pizza box he was a worker for delivering and and thanks to him because we were striking a conversation he told us oh for the airport you have to get out at this particular station and that's the only reason he knew that because he was living close to the airport that's what i remember that's the only reason. And then we made it to the airport. You got in the plane. Me and Anton stayed behind. <laughs> we didn't make it. All because Anton uh, had his passport, his ticket on the phone, and then his battery died. Yeah. That's the only reason. That was crazy. Yeah. I, I, I still remember that scene. <laughs> when we were in the subway and he's telling me hey roman you know what my phone is discharged i don't even know what to do with that (laughs) i'm like dude think about it (laughs) you should carry this stuff and yeah uh i also remember when we were in the subway oh the subway system in barcelona is like it's like that it's so complicated we got uh, we went out on the station that was like from other line or something we couldn't get out. We couldn't get out of this station because our ticket was not working. Remember, even security yes. staff told us, like, bro, that's another line. You have to buy a ticket, a new ticket. And I, I was remember. No, I was not remembering the Paris story at that point, but I wanted to climb and just run. <laughs> but he looked so yes. fit, you know, that I decided, <laughs> all right, we just buy the ticket. And the craziest thing is that I remember, so in every uh, flight ticket, you have the gate uh, closed mm-hmm. sign. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was exactly that time, and we're just running from the subway. <laughs> I'm like, are we going to make it out? Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, you made yeah. it. You definitely I made it. it. I ran to our gate. We still had time. And I remember those guys who were at the gate, and I was like, my friends, <laughs> they are there. <laughs> they have tickets. They are coming. They just need time. Please do something. Yeah. And the best they could do is just to announce that, hey, guys, we're waiting you at gate number uh, something. I was waiting until the very last moment, I tell you, until they come, they came to me and they said, like, sir, you better, you better go to the to the airplane because you know we're we're really close mm-hmm. i'm like Oof, all right man just can you announce it one more time yeah and i was waiting i was very last person who entered the airplane 
And I was sitting, hoping till the very last moment that the <laughs> door closed. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> guys stayed in Barcelona. What the hell? Oh. <laughs> Well, thank you for that. You really tried. I tried with Anton like to get his to enter the website on my phone and put yeah. his account. And for some reason that wouldn't work. And then I tried to uh to talk to the people below the like help desk to help us print it or something. They wouldn't either. And we eventually just missed it. And we, then we started talking to the, the helping person there. Anton was so angry. Um, yeah he wasn't like screaming angry he was just like a very uh annoyed customer like how can this be possible that you cannot print us the ticket and and this and that and they yeah. he uh they had to get the manager involved um but they kept speaking in spanish to him which i didn't like like they i don't know it was so weird no mm -hmm. they spoke english actually no they spoke english but i spoke spanish I spoke Spanish to them, so maybe like uh, we could understand our, ourselves better. But even with that, no, like the manager could do absolutely nothing. Uh, all we had to do was book another flight the next day, and we stayed in Barcelona one extra day. Uh, he got a hotel, the hostel, and then his running joke was, "Oh, now we're in in the real Barcelona," because <laughs> everything was like very not not popular parts of the city. It was just like really out of the city in the outer area where yeah. you just see people walking their dogs and kids playing in the street. And the pizza is like, like very cheap, like a whole pizza is like five euros, something like that. And we uh, bought pizza to the hotel room and he kept saying that like, nah, we're enjoying the real Barcelona. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> and it was nice. Uh, then the next day we cut the flight. He bought me a beer in the airport. I remember that. You know, kind of like a like a nice gesture for what happened. And that's it. We, we entered the airplane, we left. Yeah. And that was the end of our Barcelona trip. <laughs> exactly. That was our first trip together. I yeah. remember that because it was just the beginning of semester and I've seen everyone traveling around. And I remember coming to your room and saying like, bro, everyone is traveling. We got to do a trip. Let's. I don't know, let's take the random date and buy tickets. And that's how we bought our tickets for Barcelona. And actually, when I left Barcelona first, when I left Barcelona first, uh, I was feeling like a bad friend, actually. <laughs> Because even though I was asking people at the gate, like, hey, do whatever you can, I still felt bad because, like, uh, did I make everything I could? But yeah, I remember I uh, also made a pizza for you guys. Oh, you did! Compote, which is a Compot. natural juice. That's where I learned it. That's, yeah, that's what I also did when you guys came. I remember you came when I was taking a shower and you noticed uh, what I've prepared uh, in yeah. the kitchen with a little welcome yes. uh, paper. Yes, yeah. great. I remember Anton was asking, like, hey, did you prepare that? Yes. Uh, I was like, Prepared what? All right. Thank you. <laughs> That was such an amazing gesture. We arrived uh, after our, you know, long trip. And yeah, there was a pizza on the table with a note and the juice, the compote that you had there freshly made. And we're like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. Roman really welcomed us. 
But it, the funny thing is that in Barcelona, we had pizza that same day, uh, that same night that we missed the flight. And I was just thinking like, oh my God, how comical that I had pizza mm-hmm. last night and now I have pizza here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like an irony, you know, like that's uh-huh. the, the, the previous pizza is like the pizza, of, you know, regret. And now this is the, I don't know, yeah. success <laughs> pizza. <laughs> this one is German. It's like, yeah, little home for you. Yeah, it was very nice. And then from you making compote, I, I liked it a lot. I loved it. It's like uh, he made this drink. For those who don't know what compote is, uh, maybe it's better if you say it because it's actually more part yeah, of sure. your culture than mine. Like, you know better <laughs> than I do. Yeah, so just basically what do you do? You put water inside a pot, then you bring fruits. Those are normally apples, some berries. Um, yeah, and you add sugar. You mix it out well, and uh, you start boiling the water. So the juice from fruits kind of boils out, if that makes any sense. And that's how you get the natural juice. Um, yeah, that's that's basically it. Everyone loves it. It's a very simple recipe. It's just what you said: put a bunch of fruits, boil the water, add sugar, and that's yeah. it. And it was it's amazing. And then you would put it in a like a jar or no, not the same cooking pot. And you would put it actually outside the window, which made me laugh because I didn't know that strategy. It was so cold in Germany at that time, like snow, that instead of fitting it in the fridge because it was so big, you just left it outside the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it works perfect. It was fresh <laughs> and it, it never expired. <laughs> exactly. I remember when I was waking up in the mornings, Opening window, like here you go. I've come on, and I, I was feeling life, man. Yes. <laughs> That's so great. Oh my! I was like, what a blast morning. Yeah. <laughs> Next to some waking up to some fresh compote open window. <laughs> and remember, me and Anton were always screaming Eschkere. <laughs> yeah, Eschkere. Yeah, because there was, uh, it was like 2017 or 2018 where uh, Lil Pump, uh, there's an American rapper who was popular and that was his popular phrase. And yeah, we were fans, so we were just screaming it all the time. And I still have video where I wake up in the morning, open the window, pour me a glass. I'm like, here's the life, guys. I was <laughs> screaming at it just in the street <laughs> early in the morning. <laughs> where did you post that video? Uh, it's it's somewhere it's somewhere mm. in my camera roll I was not really posting it I but still now, wonder if I I wonder if I still have it but I, I just remembered it yeah that was you and Anton love that... the reps <laughs> oh yeah and it was so fun I remember one time it was the night and then we were rapping like freestyling that was so good you were singing I remember it was and uh, I have the recording still in my phone I nice. still have them. Uh, and it was so funny because you guys were, you two were better than me. You, you two is like your hobby. <laughs> and you have, you two have videos, actual professional looking videos of rapping. I don't. Uh-huh. And then you guys were rapping so cool, flowing the words. And then, Damien, you're turned like, you just point at me. And I'm like, uh, the street goes this way. And then <laughs> you go and walk. And you guys just start laughing like, dude. <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh, I can't remember. Please send me those recordings. <laughs> I, I want to hear. 
I have there. It was so, and then you guys were just like uh, encouraging me, like, oh yeah, the street, uh, and I'm like walking with two hands, and oh, two hands, uh, yeah, <laughs> just like okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fun moments. Um, then my favorite part of uh, waking up in the morning in that apartment was I would be cooking my like egg and and onion sausage. And then you guys would come in and I had my music playing the little yeah. like 1930s music. Yeah. Yeah. Some Play. old American music. I remember that. It was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then you said you liked that. You started liking that music. I, I still do. I still listen to that because of you, Damon. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Some really old jazz. Yeah, like uh, the ink spots uh, don't want to set the world on fire. It's one of the that's songs. The, that's the best one. Cooking in the morning with a nice sun. Oh yeah. On the you set me on this music, man. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you you got you and Anton got me into rap music at that time. I remember Ooh. my my favorite one, uh, my favorite memory, which I also have a video of, is when uh, we were in the car of Anton driving to the grocery store. Uh, it's like maybe two days that I met you, two. And then you you blast this music in Russian, the St. Peter Burger. Burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. My face, the artist. Yeah, you, you start turning the music up. Uh, and I'm just it's like, oh, my God. Such a big hit at that time. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm in a foreign country with these two, I don't know, <laughs> Russians. To me, there's like Russian music. And then uh, Slovakian, Ukrainian. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but it looked like, you know, those videos where there's people in the car just listening to music and jumping, <laughs> like with yeah. vodka. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this feels so cool. And I started taking a video. <laughs> I remember that video, yeah. I also remember you uh, introduced me to Pink Guy with his raps. Yeah, he. I was so surprised. <laughs> because afterwards I discovered who Pin Guy was on YouTube and who was the filthy Frank and all that stuff. Yeah, you know that? Yes, yes, is uh Yo-Yo, I think is his artist name. And Joji. Joji and Filthy Frank is his weird persona. Yeah, he has he has two personas, which is is uh, what you're talking about. That is funny. He has a super silly, nasty like videos. And then he has like super professional music on the side. First, he was doing YouTube. Afterwards, he switched uh, to the, his music career. That's when he became Joji. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, was you ever listening to Joji? Yeah, I, I, would, I was listening. He has some weird songs, but my favorite is like, uh, I mean, it's not right to say, but I think it says, Go Kill Yourself. <laughs> Ah, yeah, one of the strangest music. But that, but that was uh, uh, in the pin guy era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually got uh, got something to show you. Okay, real quick. Yes, I'll go to my closet real quick, and I come back. It's like a few seconds. Hold All on. right. All right. Now we're waiting for him to get his stuff. So let me do some talking in the meantime. In this apartment in germany it was five roommates it was uh anton roma me and then i don't remember the other guy's names but it was two people from uh, capital city of mexico but i have normally hanged out with roman and anton the most 
So I was just just oh. uh, filling up the air with, with <laughs> how the apartment was and the friends. That's the right thing to do. You, you, you could make a little promo in this gap. <laughs> like, hey, subscribe, put the like button. Smash the like button, guys. Uh, and so, subscribe. <laughs> so the reason I started talking about uh, Pin Guide because I was I was really into that thing, like his whole YouTube uh, career. All those YouTube videos were like so crazy for me. Like I became a big fan. And when he uh, stopped doing videos and started making music, I was like uh, music as well. So like I'm a huge Georgie fan. And yeah, I just wanted to show you this. Ah, so cool. He's showing <laughs> a shirt with, uh, that, you say it. Yeah, that's a shirt uh, that was made by me, actually. Oh, All you made it? Thing, yes. I made oh. it in Photoshop and just, yeah, printed it out because I was such a huge fan and I wanted to make a t-shirt with my with one oh, of my dude. favorite artists. Well, let me explain what I'm looking at. He's, he has a shirt black in the background, but the middle is Joji holding a microphone, then another one with a cell phone. It's like a collage of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the style at the top where it says Joji looks like the style of Jojo, the, the anime. And then <laughs> under it says Japan born. Japan board, but in a really cool orange and red letters, and then under is like if it was a movie promotional DVD. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and actually, you can tell it was made by me because one of those logos underneath is this one, Carson. Carson Studio. Studio. Carson is the is my home city. Oh. There is no such studio. I just made it up. <laughs> so it's like you know, a little hint. It's so cool. Where did you make it? it? Was and here's the back. Papa Franco. <laughs> we miss you as well. He made up. A, it's a ramen noodle bowl, and Frank is in it, like showering in it. But what is he doing yeah. with his hands? He has a leek. One of those vegetables. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's smoking a cigarette with sunglasses. Yeah, so you set me on some good stuff, my boy. <laughs> That is so cool. I can't believe you, you could sell those. Well, but then it would be copyrighted. I don't know. But you could. Yeah, I just made one for myself. That is so nice. How do you, like, where do you go? In Berlin, they have some some place? Or where you live, they have some? I keep thinking you live I, in Berlin. <laughs> because I will. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this shirt was made actually in Ukraine. Because it's oh. simply cheaper. Did you do it posted like online website or you went physically to like a little booth? I went uh, physically. Yes. So first I was designing the print in mm -hmm. Photoshop and then I just texted to uh, to one studio you can say so and I just like hey can you print it out? Yeah, it turned out it turned out uh, expensive a bit but I was like oh, it's worth it. <laughs> I want to have that shirt. It's a unique unique one. And you yeah. made it, so that's so cool. Thank you. Man, I'm so proud of you. You got <laughs> what? You got rap videos. Um, you make your own shirt. You do now marketing <laughs> videos. And you uh, rap videos, I think I already said it. Is there anything you don't do? <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
You do a lot of computer stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then you got the chip flights. I remember you had this website, uh, Russian, that would scan every other website and give you the cheapest options. Oh, I guess I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, and that was amazing. I was like, my goodness, this dude, so happy he speaks Russian because he can get <laughs> deals. <laughs> yeah, but the cheapest flights in uh, Europe uh, are actually available on Skyscanner. Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's not Russian though, but yeah, that's like the best. Oh, I still use that one, even in America. Yeah, Sky, Skyscanner is great. Mm -hmm. that, that is really, really good. And it's legal. Yeah, I guess. Surprise, surprisingly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so nice. What else can we talk Ooh. about? I don't know. It's, so it's, 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 it's morning in States. Oh, it is. Uh, oh, yeah, it is 2.20 p.m. here. But then what time is it with you? P.m. It's uh, 21.20. 9.20. Yeah, yeah, 9.20. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to sleep right after this podcast. That's for sure. Imagine that it's a podcast. But, <laughs> by the way, uh, why did you uh, have the terrible sleeping schedule you was texting me about? Oh yeah, um, it's actually a funny story because uh, I just started sleeping uh, terribly, like two in the morning, twelve, three. Um, I've been doing homework nonstop because I'm finishing my master's degree. Oh my uh, God, you're, you're still doing homework. Oh my yeah, God. still doing homework. <laughs> it's my last two weeks. And just for information, it's a business psychology degree. But the point is, I thought I was sleeping terrible because I was so focused on homework that, you know, I don't know, somehow woke me up. But mm -hmm. then it turns out, I think uh, yesterday I figured out I was taking a lot of vitamins for my stomach because I have a like a acid problem. And one of those vitamins was green tea extract. And I was just quitting the vitamins, like taking a break because I was taking it for like two weeks. Turns out the green extract tea has caffeine. And when I looked it up in Google, like how much milligrams uh, per of green tea equals caffeine, I was taking actually a cup of coffee every day like because uh, you have to pay like get two pills this time and then two pills the next meal but in total i'm taking a, a cup of coffee every day and then that that's how i figure out. i just felt like shit the next day when i quit the the pills and i'm like that's so strange i feel like i feel like the same way i feel when i drink coffee for too long and then i stop cold turkey mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. when i investigated the pills and yeah, that, that explains a lot why I couldn't sleep. And it also explains a lot why I could do homework, like so focused. Because <laughs> I was doing like five hours of straight up, you know, typing on the computer, searching for stuff. I'm like, my goodness, I feel so good. I've never felt the best. Uh -huh. It turns out it was caffeine. And it's just, yeah, for many people, it's, it's okay to drink a cup of coffee every day. But for me, I tend to really stay away from anything that sort of makes the body any like find energy yeah, to change okay. yeah anything that changes the, the body i i try to avoid and whenever i do get something like that it's very my body's very sensible to it so it was very sensible to the caffeine and then when i stopped even more sensible so that's mm -hmm. why 
how's your stomach now it's uh it's better i guess uh, it's not it's an ongoing thing it happens when i'm stressed out so you know school mm-hmm. it, it gets worse it's like uh it's like an acid reflux 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 you know reflux yeah yeah so i eat food no matter how much and then it's like the acid just comes up and i always feel full or it burns like a little bit at the bottom not really the top, mm. a little bit lower and it got so bad that even drinking water would burn my stomach like i just felt like if you eat a lot of spicy food you know you feel that just by drinking water i'm like this this is very very wrong so i started taking omeprazol which is uh uh acid Uh, inhibitor something like it stops the stomach from making more acid extra mm-hmm. and then i would take tums which is like it calms down the acidity All right mm-hmm. so it's not so so powerful uh, and yes yeah, so i was taking those pills and then top of that i was taking other vitamins for the for healing the stomach which is like uh some calcium carcinate and uh green tea extract uh there's a red powder that it's like like a spice for food a turmeric just taking mm-hmm. a bunch of things at the same time so i was taking so much uh it improved it improved a lot right now i don't have that issue when when i drink water or when i go to sleep i can sleep better um but it's i think it's just momentarily honest to be honest with you mm-hmm. uh, i hope it's like once i finish school it's over but yeah. but the pill thing I also have a very drastic diet nowadays where I gave up bread and mostly wheat. You know, because oh, 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 yeah, I, I get it. Wheat is everywhere. Uh, like, like, what is like bread, uh, cookies, pasta, tortillas, yeah, tortillas, yes. Uh, wheat everywhere so now i changed it to potato bread which is amazing there's a bread made of that <laughs> it tastes just the same it's just thicker and then i changed tortillas to the ones made of corn uh and then instead of corn. even potato chips it's so annoying potato no potato chips i can but most of them i can't you know like the ones that are like puffy cheetos let's say or mm-hmm. those that have shapes that is definitely not made out of potato those, those are made of corn aren't they are, i don't know are they i, I, I don't know i think so i haven't tried it but with the ones i did try that no no i don't know oh you're so right those are potato chips yeah you're so right i don't know why i changed the potato chips now that i'm talking to you <laughs> you know like you know the normal potato chips i i switched those to like doritos doritos triangular doritos are made of corn right they're made of corn but now that i'm talking to you potato chips are made of potato yes sir <laughs> i can't eat potatoes i've been avoiding them all this time feel so dumb <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it i also so, got a little bit confused but that is okay. comprehensible so yeah i changed my whole diet uh somehow my stomach is, is getting better Yeah, mm-hmm. as long as I don't get too stressed. But you know what I learned about having too many like things in my plate, let's say, too many things to do, is I have a limit. There's, uh, like I do uh, homework and then 
uh, yeah, I can't tell. Like any any other things in the private life, you know, that I do, like chores, this and that, and then somebody calls me, I have to call someone, etc. If I want to go out, I can't. I'm too stressed. I can't talk to people normally now because I'm always have homework in my head. Like, oh, instead mm -hmm. of eating in this restaurant, I could be doing homework. When are you finishing all that? When are you finishing the homework? When are you graduating? Uh, two weeks. And in two weeks. February 28th is the last day I turn in the homework. Nice, nice. And it's this 100, like 100 page uh, book essay. Thesis. Yeah, it's a thesis. It's super long. So every day, like even before I was doing this podcast with you, like just 30 minutes ago, I was doing the homework, <laughs> just writing something. It's heavy. But now you you finish yours. Yeah, finish long yours. time ago, luckily. Please tell me, how do you feel after you finished? Like, did you feel this sense of freedom? Uh, kind of, yes. I, I just realized that I was studying something wrong <laughs> all the time uh because like uh i was studying marketing it's not divorced uh, it's not a rocket science or whatever but yeah i mean i shouldn't be in a director like a film director or video director because that's what i'm doing right now i'm editing videos i'm making the videos up and yeah so uh it felt a bit like a waste of time actually this whole education thing yeah but i just i don't know it's just life keeps going and i guess after spending time for something that you uh, don't really like maybe i would be only more passionate about stuff that i do like so mm -hmm. i'm just i'm just trying to take advantage of all that you know that's the best i can do Yeah, you, you reminded me a lot of what I've been thinking about when when chasing a degree and then you don't get the job of that degree. I was so shocked by that, actually. Yeah. That you had to go to China after that. I, that was so crazy for me, even still, because <laughs> like you, you live in States yes. and you got your degree in States and pe people all around the world all around the world are only dreaming about getting to states you know and the job there but you got degree in there and you couldn't get a job and you had to fly to china yeah that was that was insane to me yeah it Even really still. it really was like an insult that i couldn't get a job of my degree yeah. in the u.s and i had to move to a whole country and whole ocean away to get a job yeah it, it really sucked But the the amazing part of that is I met uh, my fiance now, Shirley, and that was like what I got out of it. It's like great, you know, it's worth it. But it is crazy that you mentioned it. Yeah, I was going to say another thing about degrees because oh yeah, if I have children, I think I would just encourage them to do. You know, when I have children. <laughs> I would encourage them to do what do you call it vocal schools or vocation schools yeah what are those uh like when when you study something physical like uh like a plumber like electrician like oh, okay uh, air conditioner repairman mm -hmm. so far so far because 
right now my degree, my bachelor's just in psychology. I never got a job, anything psychology related other than teaching, but that's far fetched. And then mm-hmm. my master's again is business psychology. I don't know if it's going to work out, but I just want a master's. Then sometimes that's I cool. think if I would have gotten, you know, like a more practical degree, I would get a job straight out of college because mm-hmm. my brother, my older brother, he didn't, uh finished college but he became an electrician and and he gets paid like more than me you know like a lot more and and i remember when i was you know sometimes working at jobs that pay a lot less than he and i would be like my goodness i studied for four years (laughs) and he didn't he's getting more he's getting more Mm -hmm. money and then he got me the job that he had and he got me like the same pay he had um mm. but i found out he was while working at the factory aren't you that yeah was, was, was before that? china that was before i remember china. that he, uh, we were earning like a lot of money like uh 22 dollars an hour which is a lot for somebody with no degree yeah and, and i think all the requirement was you know be drug free and a high school diploma Mm-hmm. or GRE if you didn't even have a high school diploma and I'm like and then these people who have degrees getting paid 15 an hour I'm thinking oh my goodness it feels like a scam yeah it feels <laughs> this whole education system <laughs> it feels yeah. especially <laughs> I realized it's about the demand and supply you know because there's not many people going for vocational anymore like electricians and so they pay more for those because there's less people willing to do it yeah exactly degrees there's so many more nowadays ah and now that you're doing your own thing with the marketing and i'm i want to do my own thing with a podcast whether i get paid or not right but yeah i also feel like when when i'm doing my degree i don't want to really i don't want to really work on on what i'm studying because what i'm studying like technically literally what i'm studying is like a researcher you know i i run statistics i do experiments with people oh and, and then you know give give the results to the person and i'm just like i can improve your business by this much and i can improve your money by this much um just let me do let me change your rules and let me motivate your employees this way and this way it's like a like a research and i hate research but there's a side that is about coaching like coaching people but to me it's like common sense you know like treat your employees right give them a good reward give them this give them that and then you get you get more efficiency etc and i'm like hmm. regardless if i want to do that job and nobody hires coaches like that job is something that you do on your own kind of like you you're doing freelancing with your project yeah. mine would be the similar like i would be freelancing reaching out to businesses and be like, oh, I can coach you. I can improve your business. And they'll be like, no, you can't. And I'll be like, yeah, I have a degree. Yeah, but do you have experience doing it? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I've never done it. <laughs> I, I've never worked in a company either. So it's a bit, you know, strange. Like you study for one thing, but yeah, either I way. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so, you're finishing in two weeks. That's great. Yes. And you also have all your perfect grades. I mean, you put really a lot of effort in this degree. Yeah. I uh, yeah, just hope for the best. 
all ace 4.0 gpa even now 4.0 yeah i think in europe is not that way in america there's something called gpa i don't know what it stands for but four is the maximum like if you get all perfect grades or you can get some b's and c's but as long as the most of it is perfect a's then you have a perfect uh, score at the end congrats on that wow thank you i i've awesome. been working so hard i think that's what messes me up the most with stress because uh i want a perfect 4.0 because i remember it in high school and my bachelor's degree I was I was smart, but smart enough to get away from doing too much work. I'll be like, okay, what's the what's enough so I could get a C? What's enough so I could pass? Yeah. <laughs> I would exactly do that. Like the teacher would say, I want an essay of three to five pages or three to eight pages. I'll say, okay, three pages. <laughs> I'll give you three. <laughs> you know, I never do anything more than you need. Uh, and I passed. Like it was good. Um But I always thought of, of a specific person in my mind in high school who was like a, a student who didn't care anything about school. And he would always mess in, in class with a teacher and be, be, you know, that rotty student. And he would always say, I could pass in this class, but I don't want to. Mm. And the teachers would also say, you're so smart, but you don't even try. And, and then one time he showed us, he, he tried. Yeah. And, And he, yeah, he made us all shit up. He really was very smart. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, this dude, it was, he started going to the advanced classes because we have separate classes, normal and advanced. And I just couldn't believe how this guy made it to the advanced. Like he was telling the truth all this time. And I, I was thinking maybe I'm like that too, because I'm always going for the season purpose. Uh, and let me, let me just challenge myself and see if I'm actually saying the truth or i'm just being fake like like hey, like uh like showing off like yeah i could do it yeah i don't want to uh, and then i put myself you know to work and actually meet the requirements and then go a little bit above and beyond got all a's and here i am that, that's actually so a great that's actually a great accomplishment damon yeah, that's okay. that, that's really cool dude and actually it's really smart to make it only in your master's degree when you have only two years of studying, because yes. I mean, bachelor is four, high school is like, ah, I don't know. So, I mean, it's it's very smart. You're right. You're so right now that you, you say it that way. And you know, in high school, there was a temp, uh, I don't know, in your high school, do you have like top 10% people with, with the best grades? Uh, not really, but I do understand what that's oh, Okay, so we, we had that and then we had 20% as well. And I remember there was two classes that I didn't want to take, like uh, chemistry and physics, which was extremely, Ooh. extremely difficult. In I didn't school, like though. those in school too. Not at all. I hated it. And and I didn't take them on the summer when they given me the chance to take them. And it would help me with college. Like I wouldn't take them afterwards. And I was like, yeah. no, I'm not going to do that. I want to enjoy my, my uh, summer. And and when I do those classes in in college, I will do them. And mm -hmm. I will do something else, maybe I don't know. And I didn't take them, and I was going to be part of the ten percent of high school students that would graduate. And I think I would also have like a picture of me somewhere in the highway because they would put Ooh. the ten percent in there. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. And I didn't. <laughs> I, I I just by one person who 
who passed me. You know, just by one person, I was top 20%, but not top 10 by one. Wow. And I'm like, I know exactly that reason because I didn't take those two classes that would help me get to the 10%. And when I went to college, uh, believe it or not, they were accepting people with top 20%. Like they had special requirements for us, a bit like less requirements. I made mm-hmm. it. And then instead of taking chemistry and physics, I took astronomy, which is just like the stars, studying the stars. And I think it was like basic science. No, no, uh, how to teach children mathematics in, if, you, if uh-huh. I were to go to primary school. So instead of the super hardcore classes, I just took the, the most fun. And it was the most fun, the astronomy. We were literally nice. learning about this star is white, this star is blue, this one is red. <laughs> This one is yellow. And, you know, That's the way to go. No. Yeah, and I loved it. And I loved it. The teacher was telling us stories of his life as an old man. Uh, <laughs> a lot of experience. Those are normally the best stories. <laughs> yes. man. They are. And I remember like, oh, my God, I'm so happy I didn't kill myself in high school. I'm so glad. I kind of relaxed in, in college with this too two easy classes i don't know if i can say the same to every people to all the people that can advise like don't take the hard classes you know but it worked for me yeah it worked for me just to enjoy yeah because the hardest class you know hard class is quite subjective right so normally yeah. hard classes are just ones you don't like that's, yeah. that's why you shouldn't take them uh, but that, uh, that brings me to a point like Maybe to finish this, because I think we've been here for a long time. Do you want to go to sleep or something? Uh, actually, I'm just about... enjoying the conversation. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> so, me too. Because I still want to talk about um, like the the passion of, of things. Because like you say, it's relative. What is easy for one person is not for another. Um, it, it's very strange. But the, the way I see it, when you're... When you like something, you do it in your free time. I believe it. Like I like the stock market uh, and I like certain companies like Nintendo, you know, the video games. Yeah. yeah and sure. I'm always looking at the news of Nintendo, no matter what. Uh, so I just buy a lot of stocks from Nintendo and I'm doing really good in the stock market. And maybe, maybe somebody would say, oh, so you're so good at the stock market. I'd be like, no, it's just, I really just like it looking at Nintendo and I realize I can buy stocks from Nintendo. And it's working out for me. Uh, and there's something kind of beautiful about that in, in passions, where if you like something, you just don't spend that much energy on it. Or, or you spend energy, but it doesn't feel like it is. And I, I want to ask you, what is that for you? Something that you do that it's it's maybe difficult for others or is weird, uh, or they just can't handle doing it for hours, but you can Oh, I would give you such a big answer to this question because <laughs> it's really good. I exactly understand what you're asking. And yeah, so for me, it's definitely uh, my hobbies, uh, writing music and creating uh, music videos because those are two like are oh, huge. That's why I want to be a music artist, but I also want to direct music videos myself because I don't know why it just works like that for me. When I'm listening to music, I can just really close my eyes and see the picture wow. in front. That's how I make all my scripts afterwards. Really? I draw it like a comic yeah, book yeah, with the scenes, how I imagined it. 
So that's that's definitely the passion. And luckily, video editing at all is exactly what you're saying. Like uh, it doesn't require that much energy. And I'm so happy for that because I was so, back when I was starting, I was so unsure about working as a video editor. Oops, whoops, 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 sorry. Okay. Nothing and comes the, up in the screen. Nothing came all up. right, there's just some notifications. Oh, that's my younger brother. <laughs> Diva, I want to talk to you, but not now. Sorry. Oh, Oops. Yeah, <laughs> switch to all. Yeah, so video editing, luckily, because back when I was starting, I was uh, not so sure about my work because, you know, when you're editing video, it's it's also subjective. And I thought, mm, maybe I wouldn't be able to work with other people because I edited video in uh, my way. I show it. Client says, no, change this, change that. And maybe I would be like, oh, but that's the perfect one. Believe me, why don't you listen to me? Blah, blah, blah. But now, as I started to edit uh, videos for clients, I'm just enjoying it, really. I remember my first order. I was sitting literally all day, and I was just so happy at the end. Like I, I realized that I spent whole day in front of computer, but I was working, man. And I did like that. And wow. yeah, concerning those edits from clients, I remember I got a project for NFT artist who needed a promotional video. So that's what I did for him. And he said, all right, now we need uh, music in the background. Mm -hmm. So I proposed one, electronic music, and it was all right. But he said, no, 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 no. We need this song. That was a techno uh, soundtrack. And that was really monotone and stuff so the song is not quite impressive by itself so i thought hmm, weird choice I, I mean he's a client whatever yeah. but when i put it it worked really well with the video footage and i'm like client is always right <laughs> is, is that correct and it is indeed and i'm just so i'm just enjoying that that you know all, all right i can't know everything you said me what you want i edit it now I see it looks perfect, and I'm just so happy with that. Ah, it it just brings me the confidence, you know, in keep working. Uh, that's an amazing that's story. So for you, it's editing. It feels like, luckily, yeah. Right now, I'm editing for other people. In future, let's hope I edit only <laughs> for myself as a hobby. Yeah, that's that's my life goal. Yeah, I would say that's special about you because I, I've done editing in YouTube videos and I do enjoy it like maybe uh, half of the time or a third of it. And then eventually mm -hmm. I get bored like, oh my God, there's so many little things. And then my computer is full of little squares and rectangles that I have to move around and I have to mm -hmm. research every single little tool. And eventually I'm like, oh my God, like half the, it's so funny because half the video is like amazing, full of everything images and then the next half is just like i gave up <laughs> and i just let the video play because <laughs> i can't I exactly know what you're after a while my, my head is very tired of it i don't want to see it again but then you can do it you can sit there you can have fun yeah you have the patience that too you have the patience i would i would say and then you you just enjoy the process so i do 
That's really Found nice my thing. You. I'm glad. I'm glad. And um, I think my thing is more like this: when when I just do something in one run and then don't really edit it too much, just uh, let it go. Mm -hmm. This is more my thing. Talking, uh, like what, for instance, like this podcast. Like I'm just talking to mm -hmm. you, and then whatever happens happens, and then eventually it just goes out into the world. Uh, not because I like it, but because I, I don't have the patience for editing. <laughs> All right, I, I don't have it. Uh, you know, uh, Charlene, uh, she can write i think she wrote two books and she was writing a third one and mm -hmm. when i would see type she would type for hours she'd be so concentrated whenever we were talking about anything an idea would pop in her head she would write it down and she really liked this thing and i was amazed because every time i saw her typing i would be like oh, there's no way i can do this there's no way i can sit down look and just type for hours this would not be fun for me yeah. but it is for her like for you it is to edit videos yeah yeah and that's cool for you to make this one shot things as you say yeah whatever happens i don't know you, you know how nowadays is a bit strange with uh pe famous people who get canceled for saying one thing or another or so-called cancel culture yeah and then they get a lot of stuff like criticism yeah i'm not sure if that ever happens to me i don't know what my attitude would be right uh for now i feel comfortable like i'll just mm -hmm. it's, it is what it is who knows later but, but yeah, that's sure. also something that it's always in the back of my head like uh they they do 10 years of podcasting or, or video youtube and then 10 years ago they take one clip and one something that is not it's not right in in that era and then mm. they make a whole criticism of what they said it's a bit strange sometimes i think yeah. when we follow our passions Uh, there's also a danger. There's also some. It's not an, as easy as as they say in motivational speech or movies, where they're like, "Follow your passion, and there's a happy ever after." Mm -hmm. Once you find that you're 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 set on. No, I think sometimes even when you follow your passion, there are some uh, some obstacles mm -hmm. that you will face. Uh, oh, now about that. There's a guy, Gary V. Uh, it's yeah. Yes. Okay. Motivational speaker. He, I remember he once said in a in a talk that maybe following your passion or doing what you like is not for everybody, or 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 like the reason why something doesn't work out for you is is maybe good. Maybe it's good. I can't remember the example that that he used exactly, but the point was that it's okay if it doesn't work out. You you never know. And he said, you never know, because if you were successful, maybe you would, uh, you need to go to a meeting or you need to go to whatever your concert, your thing. And on mm -hmm. the way, the plane that you're in crashes and it explodes and, you know, you die. And it's like, you follow your passion, but you died, uh, et cetera, you know, <laughs> maybe it's not so good. Yeah, I, 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 I do understand what you're talking about. Maybe it's not so good. It was, a, it was like a, a maybe horrible thing to say in the way that he said it, like he said it dry to create a shock in the audience yeah. uh <laughs> he knows how to make that yes and it was like oh my god that's so horrible to say but at the same time it's it's right you never know what happens so whether you get the thing that you want to get or not uh, be happy with it you, you don't know what could happen 
And then yeah. this this morning, I was reading this uh, news. It's very old. I, I don't know exactly how to connect that, but you know Kobe. I think it's Kobe Bryant, the basketball player. Cool. All right. Yeah. Very famous. Um, very successful in everything. And he he died, I think, a year ago uh, on his helicopter. He crashed, unfortunately, with uh, his family. Damn. I guess uh, I've heard that story. Yeah. And I don't know if it was the whole family, but definitely was the wife and and the, and the child and the daughter. Hmm. And because he was going to train uh, a basketball team, I think the little daughter's basketball team. I'm not so sure, but he was going to do something. And he took the helicopter because it would be faster than car. Car would be two hours, helicopter a few minutes. He crashed. And that's that's hmm. just something kind of like um, food for thought because whatever yeah. happens i don't know he followed his passion it doesn't mean the passion killed him because he was retired at that point um mm -hmm. he did live a very happy and fulfilling life but either way you never know like if he didn't have the money to buy the helicopter you know would that accident ever happen or mm -hmm. would he have passed away either way in another accident regardless if he ever made it into basketball You know, would he, mm. another accident would happen either way. You don't know. Uh, and I guess uh, my point is more like, it's like in a thin line, you know, either following your passion is good, not following it, it's also good. And then also like life is very unexpected. You never know when it's your time to go. Um, True. So... It's not like discouraging to follow passion or encouraging. It's just more like think about it and enjoy the process. Like, please just enjoy whatever you're doing. Even if you're having a shitty time, let's say at school, but like me right now stressed or, or you're having a really good time like you, you know, finding your passion and selling and having clients. Uh, maybe we shouldn't always be striving for that uh, final moment when we're like, yes, we finally made it. We Maybe you should just enjoy the way, the path. Yeah. That, 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 that has happened. Um, That's a good thing to think about. I agree. What do you yeah. think? If you want to add anything. Yeah. Um, I'm just formulating it. <laughs> okay. You know... <clears throat> Uh, we've been talking about our good friend uh, Anton, who's unfortunately no longer with us. And yeah, just uh, I just want to say like rest in peace, Anton. And since now we were talking about this, I do feel that Anton actually was that kind of person who was you know like getting as much as he could from his life because. The guy was insane. First of all, he was just just a nice guy, just a nice personality. But oh, what was he doing? He was riding those motorcycles. Those yeah, were not motorcycles. Four like wheels. Quadra. Yeah, four four wheels. I don't know. Motorcycles. He was making YouTube's. He was doing some businesses. Instagram. Like just getting just, people. Yeah. Just everything. Yes, and. First of all, of course, for us, he was just uh, such a good friend. And uh, I remember when I uh, found out about what happened to him, I was quite shocked. And there was a Russian friend of mine who said, you know, uh, of course, it's pity, but I beat 
uh, I bet uh, Anton just was getting as much as he could from his life. So like he wouldn't regret uh, the life he lived. And yeah, that gave me a lot of ideas to think about. So that's just the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy every day and like, yeah, make everything you really want to because then tomorrow something. Uh, I missed, I missed the guy. I miss Anton for sure. He, he, like you say, he was really great at living his life. He was always like a party guy, not, not exaggerated party, like, you know, blacking out. He was always encouraging. He was always encouraging uh, yeah. to get out of your comfort zone. And, and when he left, uh, like uh, Germany, he was doing a lot of these videos. Like you say, he had everything set up, like, like the dream of a young person to make it to the top. He had his own group, his own catchphrase, I think. And yeah, just, just everything. Videos, brands. Brand. He was making merch. He was selling merch. That's he how was, popular he was. Yes. And he was that guy in the parties where he was like, I'm a, I'm a rap, I'm a rapper or something. And they show the video, the professional video to the girls. I remember watching him do that. Now that sudden the girls would be so interested in him, like giving him so much time to speak and all that. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, this is the guy that every guy wants to be. And he's like, just ah, oh, here I am rapping on this car is the badass. And then here I am on a motorcycle and here I am uh, skiing. Yeah. Uh, but always friendly. Life. Always, always friendly and, encro- and encouraging. You know, when I met him, I thought he was like an asshole. I thought just because, like, the stereotype, because he was the buff guy, uh, looks like a college person, uh, energetic, cool. And, and I just thought, oh my God, this is like, nowadays it's a chat, and a chat is a good thing. But, but oh. before, I thought he was just like one of those show off people that don't care about you, but they're like the cool kid. <laughs> And my then, first like, impression was similar yeah the same well similar and <laughs> and no he turned out to be super cool uh and then then he thought he had another impression of me as well like a similar one like he also thought i would be a bit of an asshole and then i, I wasn't but it, it was funny but or maybe not an asshole at all but he thought maybe i was like super religious because i would just be in my room and then he thought i was <laughs> i was muslim just because I have a beard. <laughs> and then the first time I saw you, <laughs> I thought you was Indian. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, I that, 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 that was my first contact ever with foreigners. Uh, I, <laughs> I was I was wrong in many things. I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> okay. With Anton was like that. He thought I was religious Muslim. Uh, so he wouldn't talk to me much like, oh, maybe I'm, uh, you know, in, uh, getting, what is it? Like interrupting him or something. Uh-huh. He looks too much like into himself. And now he was wrong. I was wrong uh, of him. Uh, but, you know, now that you say that I look Indian, I have a, a friend in China who is Indian, like has some uh, family. Yeah. Uh, and and they would confuse us as brothers whenever we would talk, <laughs> we would walk together um, and we would always play the joke. Like, Oh yeah, he's my brother. Come <laughs> from here. But back to Anton, he, I think the reason you brought him up because we were talking about follow your passion is that he was following it. He was doing great with it. And here and there he was doing odd jobs 
very, we don't know the reason why, but uh, I do remember he was in Canada at one point, even though he's yeah, from Slovakia. And he was painting like the lines, the parking lot lines, where he was doing something in parking lots with construction. And that's how he would pay for what I would imagine he would pay for his dream. But his dream was to live in Canada and he was living there for a few months working. Uh, and I don't, I don't know, that the time, is it okay to talk about it, Roman? I don't know. But uh, I don't know. That might be just uh, off camera to talk about, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I'm absolutely comfortable. I mean, okay, I'm comfortable. With we, we always have good memories about it. Let's, I mean, let's discuss because it's okay. important. So he, the way he passed away, it was an accident, and he was in construction. Uh, and he's the guy that drives the trailers with a big sign that says, "You know, work ahead, slow down." Yeah. And something happened because there was a truck behind him that probably didn't see him. And I think when he left the truck, uh, like he parked it, as soon as he opened the door and left, this trailer, uh, I don't know what's going on, but he didn't see that and crashed into the door and hit. Uh, and it was just horrible. Definitely must have passed away in seconds, I hope, seconds, like, were instant. Not but suffering. Not suffering, yeah. Hope it was one of those. But, but it was very shocking. And it was even more shocking because there was a security camera that caught all the footage. You can't see him, like his face, but you see his body. Like You see that it's a person stepping down of the trailer and it's like, oh my God, that's him. That's yeah. my friend. And you see the, the accident. Oh my God, that's him. It happened to one of ours. As Instead of like, you always see those type of videos, but it's somebody you don't know. So it doesn't feel yeah. so personal. And... You and me were discussing it, and we were like, oh, my God, Like we want some closure. What happened? What was Anton doing? He has this huge collection of hobbies that are working out for him. Why is he in construction? Yeah. Why is he doing? Yeah, just we just didn't know. And I think till this it's day, we still, still so don't know. so questionable to me. We still don't know what he was doing. I can only suspect that he was like a side job to get some money. And Might be. And do and keep following his passion, but that's could be true, could be not true. Who knows what the reason was? The point is that it was an accident. He completely unavoidable, completely like you cannot see the future that that was going to happen. And I'm just happy that he lived his life. Like, yeah. But the thing that comforts me is that I'm happy that he lived it. He he did everything that anybody in our age would want to do, like chase this fame and. And he was, he was never like, I'm one day I'm going to make it. Now, if I remember, he was always like, I am. Look at this video where I am rapping. Uh, look at this photo where I have my motorcycle and I'm doing this thing. He was never like, you know, guys, one day I'm going to make it. You know, one day I'm going to have this motorcycle. Never was like that. True. So, so that's something that always makes me happy to remember about him. And right. to me, the lesson is just kind of the same is just enjoy the process uh, maybe live like Anton did in a way just don't wait to till you make it just be happy that you're doing it right now whatever that is absolutely and, uh, that's basically the message but I do remember when that happened I was in China uh, and it got me so so sad like I cried I really did yeah. for like a day 
and then I just started questioning my life too. I was like, if it happened to him, uh, you know, it can happen to me. And the one thing that I kept repeating in my head that I hate is just, I hate because it's sad when you and I and Anton were talking in our apartment, we sometimes would say something like, oh, I imagine guys one day we're going to make it and one day we're going to get together and we're going to talk about it. Like, hey, yo, I'm signing this contract. What about you? Oh, I'm flying to this place and doing this business thing. This, this was always like a dream to get back together, the three of us. And just talk yeah. about how successful we, we were. <laughs> and well, that's Correct. not, you know, it's not going to happen. Now, I hope it can still happen with you and me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it will, for sure. When they talk. But uh, respect to him and to his family. You know, because a lot of people did suffer for his loss. He had. I love the love that he got. Got so many pictures. Everybody was pulling in together in Facebook. Like, guys, any picture you have of him that you were hanging out, just post it in this page. And then we all did. We saw videos of him as a kid. It was amazing. It was amazing. That's and, uh, that's, that's the life of Anton, our friend. Oof. Wow. <laughs> that, that was really good, say. Wow, man! For how long we've we been talking? Two hours? Insane. No idea, man. But it's been long. Yeah. Oh yeah, two hours since. Yeah, you're right. So cool. <laughs> Did not feel that side? No. By it the didn't. way, but by, by the way, we're still recording. Yeah, we are. Uh, so if someone listened to this moment, you're a legend. <laughs> for real, if you listen to podcast to this moment, <laughs> you're a legend. So uh, totally yeah, right. I think I think we're about to finish. Yeah, yeah. So let me yeah, say yeah. just thank you like, so much for the call. It was so cool. We we discussed everything. Like brought some nice memories, some good words about Anton because man, we just we, we had to honestly. Man, oh, excellent. that's cool. Like, awesome. It was wonderful, amazing talk, and. Uh, I hope we make another one for sure Who knows when but you know i'm always i'm always welcome to do another one this was always fun this was fun yeah for sure well let's do the outro uh so uh thank you everyone for listening <laughs> to that uh make sure to subscribe to hit the like button and uh Uh, ребята, подписываемся, ставим лайки, чтобы все было хорошо. Those to our Russian speaking wow. audience. I know we have, <laughs> I know we have some. <laughs> so, yeah, for our Russian speaking listeners. All right, let me do it then for the Spanish. Este, muchas gracias por estar aquí. Nos vemos pronto. Este, ojalá y vuelvan. Les deseo un bonito día. Hell yeah. <laughs> sí. I was so glad to see you. Thank you so much. So for glad to talk. see you, man. All right. Let I me... wish you a good day. It's morning in States, right? Hey, yeah, it is morning in it's States. Day. It's, it's day, actually. It's day, yeah. yeah. We, we wish you a great day, man. But I know what you mean. So good night to you. Let me uh, then stop the recording right here. In three, All the best, two, one. Bye. Thank you, Roman. <laughs>